0: President Ruto has told the West that their pettiness is not welcomed on the continent. If they have a problem with China, that is their problem. They shouldn't try and rope Africa in the middle of their war and force Africa to choose between the West and and China. Two things can coexist. We can do business with you and we can do business with China. But if you force us to choose, you will not like our choice.
1: The tension between the West and China is unhelpful, is unnecessary and is as useless as the tension between the North and South when we discuss climate change. That is not necessary. We must find a formula that will bring all our financing to respond to three issues. Urgency, scale, and to make it much more affordable.
0: Hi guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Untiro Oganga. I am a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I make content on Black people, Africans, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. President William Ruto was in France in June and... Um, He was there together with many, many other African leaders and they were talking about financing the continent, climate change, and just the relationships that many African countries have with their Western counterparts. And a lot of things came up during these conversations that I want us to be able to explore today. The first thing that President William Bruto spoke about war in Ukraine and this war has been reduced to just, you know, a proxy war where the West is trying to flex his muscle and take casualties. If you don't support Ukraine, then we're not going to support you in way A, B, C, and D. And President Trudeau says we're forgetting a very important fact that African countries are paying the price. Fertilizer comes from these two countries, wheat comes from these two countries. of maize, beans and and some other grains come from these countries. And so the more you fight, the harder it becomes for Africans to access some of these basic commodities and that affects the quality of life on the continent. And in as much as we're having conversations about self-sufficiency, it does not happen in a day. We still need these people. And so the more the war goes on, And the more we put our focus on who is supporting who, we forget that at the end of the day, it's people that are suffering because of the breakdown in supply chain.
1: My colleagues from the African continent went to Kiev, went to St. Petersburg, because we believe there can be a peaceful resolution of all conflicts, including those in our continent, in Sudan, in DRC, in Somalia, there is always a way that we can resolve this in a peaceful manner. Our concern, uh, at least those of us from the uh, Global South and especially in Africa, is the effects the war is having on commodity prices, fertilizer, grain. That That's really impacting very negatively on the cost of living. It's also raising concerns to us because because of the challenge Of energy Uh, Russia having done whatever they did many countries are going back to fossil fuel you know Uh, the examples are out there Uh, we're getting reports that maybe the UK is going to switch on their coal plants I think that's not good for what we are trying to deal with it's not good for the challenge we are we are faced with the existential threat that faces humanity the moment we engage the reverse gear about the things that we had done and uh, we thought we were making progress it concerns not just us but i'm sure it concerns humanity as we discuss this new
0: president trotto also went ahead to talk about a very critical issue which is climate financing Africans, when they're being given money, they're they're forced to choose either between the livelihoods of their people and preserving the environment. Now, this is a very hypocritical position, by the West because despite all the commitments that they've made at COP27 and all these other places, they still go back and keep producing at the magnitudes that they continue to produce and emit heavy levels of CO2 in the air. Yet, they want to tell Africans not to explore their natural resources in order to, to, to you know, save the environment. The emission from Africa is very little compared to individual countries in Europe and some parts of America. And President William Broto is saying, Africans do not have to choose. We are not pointing a finger at you. If anything, we are saying, if you can, minimize. If not, how do we work on mitigation and adaptation? But for you to say that to give us money, then we have to choose between livelihoods and preserving climate, that's a hypocritical stance.
1: We have agreed that no country should be forced to choose between eradicating poverty and preserving the climate. We have agreed on some additional resources to support the vulnerable and the poorer countries. We have advanced discussion on reforming the governance of the multilateral development banks. We have progressed the conversation on a new global source for financing Uh, for climate and the mechanisms that can be put together to insulate us from national interest and global power structure whose decision-making processes include all of us and not just a few shareholders. We are agreeing that for the first time as we leave Paris, um, President Macron, and you have been incredible, you have run this like Kenyans to do. You have run it like a marathon. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this was not a, a session to call ask anybody to do anything different from, it was a meeting of minds to try and bring consensus. The same way we managed to forge a consensus in 2015 is to try and eliminate the tensions that have informed the journey to where we are today and to see whether we can...
0: That is the same position that is being held by um, the leadership of the African Development Bank. He says... African natural resources are not not collateral and they're not pawns in a game. If you want to give Africans money, give them and find better ways of securing your money. But using African resources as collateral just means that you're entrapping these people in a debt cycle that could leave them vulnerable because their resources will be up in line. We're currently in a global economy that... You know, anything can happen. There's a lot of uncertainty, even with big economies. So think of the smaller economies like Kenya, Zimbabwe, Lesotho. You know, it's, it's not a fair deal.
1: I am not a fan of natural resource backed loans at all in Africa because they make, they're not transparent. In most cases, a lot of corruption. Uh, you know, and it makes the debt negotiation in terms of treatment very, very complicated uh, for countries. We have about almost. Sixty billion dollars of of, of, uh, of debt that is backed by oil, by gas, by metals, and, uh, and, and, and and blue blue economy. I think we should end all types of natural resource back loans. that did not in the.
0: Finally, before he left the stage, he gave Emmanuel Macron a mic drop moment. You know, um, there has been a lot of conversation about the relationship between Kenya and many African countries with China, and President Ruto says do not put us in the middle of your fight with china china is our friend we're going to do business with china we'll sit at the table with china we're going to listen to what china has to say and if it serves us right we're going to continue to have diplomatic relations with china if you have a problem with china kindly that's your problem go and address it without trying to use us as a pawn in your game
1: we valued the incredible support by the multilateral development institutions, World Bank, and IMF. We also have a wonderful relationship with China. They finance our infrastructure development. The tension between the West and China is unhelpful, is unnecessary, and is as useless as the tension between the North and South when we discuss climate change. That is not necessary. We must find a formula that will bring all our financing to respond to three issues urgency, scale, and to make it much more affordable. That is the conversation that we want to have. And hopefully, we have laid the seeds of that conversation to happen. Again, thank you, President Macron, for making it possible. For China to sit here and for the West to sit here and those of us from the African continent to be in the equation. We don't take it for granted.
0: Thank you very much for watching. I'll see you again next time. Comment down below what you think and that's it for me.